I admire, nothing wrong with mine. <laughs> and welcome to the South Road Boys. Hi, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. It's Monday. It is Monday. Oh, God, I love Mondays. I do too. <laughs> yeah, how, it's so good. How was your weekend? Um, yeah, no, I had a pretty good weekend. I had a pretty chilled out, um, pretty chilled out Saturday, but a very anxious, stressful day Saturday. Because mm-hmm. I had the build up to the big Collingwood game. Of course. Now, um, any roadies that know me um, outside of just being a South Road boy would realise that I'm a bit of a Collingwood faithful. Go pies. And we've brought this up a few times. And um, it's the first time for a while that I've been anxious waiting for a football game. And I think it's mainly because I wasn't expecting us to be in finals this year. No. So it's a little bit of a shock to the system. Yes. Um, And look, we did okay. We didn't get a win, but um, it was pretty good. And as I said to a few people... I wasn't expecting us to go that well this year. So the fact that we've had a good season, even if we bow out next week. Yes. Sorry, this weekend. And we bow out in two finals. I'll be disappointed that we didn't go better in finals, but I won't be disappointed in the season we've had. Fair enough. Now, Yeah, so boys have done it right. Now, Collingwood traditionally is the club that everyone likes to bag out. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Very much so. And we could probably talk at length about why I believe that to be the case. <laughs> We we could have had this discussion before, <laughs> yes. yes. But I did hear um, uh, there was a radio station that had call in with your best Collingwood jokes. Oh, I did actually see this, and yeah, yeah, that was good. And the one that I liked the most is how many Collingwood supporters? Is it ta- how many Collingwood players does it take to change a like load? None. How many? Jokes? Well, we don't know because <laughs> they'll never get to the top of the ladder. Yep, I must admit. I did think that was pretty funny. I thought that was I thought that was clever. <laughs> yep. The thing that I found really amusing about that, and this just shows that people just love bagging the fuck out of Collingwood, mm-hmm. is that none of those jokes actually had anything to do with Collingwood as a team, their colours, anything really. No. Like you could have inserted any other team in there. For now, for Wouldn't now. have mattered. <laughs> so, for now, for now. So, you just could have done. It was just... Correct. But you know what? It was funny. They were not... And people love bagging out Collingwood. Yes. And there's always going to be that team. Yeah. They've always been the most popular team since day dot, I guess. You'd um, say popular, so, the most popular team? Definitely. Is that what you think? That They are the most supported team, which makes them the most popular team. Which means they become the most bagged out team as well. Right. It, it, it could also be that... They have the most out-of-the-woodwork supporters. <laughs> uh, no, you see, that's once again a little bit of a uh, traditional bagging of Collingwood, so I believe that all the clubs have those supporters, Joe. That's true. I, I do believe, though, the expression that I heard from um, from the UK was, you only sing when you're winning, you only sing when you're winning, and I don't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, Richmond are at the moment. Oh, it's good to be a Tiger at the moment. Oh, isn't it ever? But they have become the new arrogant supporter. Look, I think they they deserve it because they've gone through a lot of heartache. They have, but I think what they're trying to do is, I think there are some supporters who are going above their station. <laughs> <laughs> to you. And it only takes a couple of supporters you know, 
for you to hate a team. Yes, because I've... It's nothing to do with the team. Because I've known Richard Smortis all my life. And most of the time, they've, they've been pleasant to be around. They get excited and happy when their team wins. I don't often hear them be disparaging to the losing team. They more are happy with their own victory. Mm-hmm. But since they've had a bit more success recently... <laughs> it changes the status quo. The, yes, I'm really happy. Well, one, two, we smash the fuckers. <laughs> it's, we could even say that uh, Richmond supporters, we could we could narrow that down and just call them rorters. The rorters, yes. They are rorting yes, the system. They're bloody rorters. And they have got a very good look at next weekend when they play. Oh, haven't they ever? I mean, they've already got one hand on the cup. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and look, they deserve to be there. Make no mistake, they deserve the accolades that they get this year. They have played quite well as a team. They've gotten the week off, and but, you know, some of the supporters be happy your team's winning and then just calm the fuck down. (laughs) Yeah, because you know what? It doesn't last forever. (laughs) No. And when you start losing... It comes back in spades. Yes, as, as any Collingwood supporter will tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there, You have to go past everyone as you go down that you hit on the way up. Yeah. I remember the Brisbane years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, far out, the fucking Brisbane years. Anyway, we don't need to talk more about AFL. No, no, that's... um. But that was my weekend. It was, um, yeah, it was a pretty good weekend. It was chilled. Mm-hmm. And now it's Monday. So. It is Monday. Now, this yeah. Monday happens to be... Monday, the 10th of September. Does it really? It does. Wow. And guess what day it is today, well, other than Monday. First of all, t- I'm shocked that you are bringing out a day. Yes. In a podcast. This surprises me. Yes. But I'm not going to do what I did last week and go over the fucking top. <laughs> you lost your shit last week. Tell us about the first 20 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> was all about different things that happened on that date. And a lot of them were the war. <laughs> Which, you know, 1943, I get to remember. If you liked the war years, it was a nostalgic view back. There, there was a lot of war yeah, years. Yeah, I'm not sure we have too many roadies who were alive during the war. <laughs> I remember the blitz. <laughs> um, uh, you know what, though? What? I think it, it probably allowed a different style roadie to come on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded dirtier than what you meant it. <laughs> yeah, you know, all you need to do is add one word on the end of that sentence. <laughs> A different style of roadie to come on your face, naked chest, Eileen. <laughs> um, okay, now the reason why I'm going to bring up today's holiday, uh, fun holiday, is because I've actually got something to add to it. Oh, today's. Fun holiday. I don't even fucking know who comes up with this. Swap Ideas Day. <laughs> I tell you what, it wasn't what I thought you were going to say then. No. <laughs> Apparently, this is the unofficial holiday that has celebrated the collaborative spirit. It promotes the notion that knowledge grows best when shared and best ideas. Now. Oh, it's a good day. I'm just going to preface this with trademark South Road Boys. Right, a good. You know what? After you finish yours. I'm going to throw another one in there. Fuck. I have. We're going to double down because it's share ideas day, bitch. <laughs> boom, double up, boom, boom. Yeah. I like them round. Now, <laughs> the big mix a lot fans out there. I thought you were just talking about basketballs. But no, no, anyway. sir, mix a lot. Mind you, I think I'm one of the few people who is not African American 
who could probably name other Sir Mix-a-Lot songs other than I Like Big Butts. <laughs> yeah, look, I didn't ever know we had any more. Yeah, yeah, I'm your Testarossa. <laughs> right, Swap. Trademark Mick South Road Boys. Trademark <laughs> South Road Boys. Before we go off on a tangent. Before I start trying to do my Sir Mix-a-Lot impersonations. Yeah. You can thank me later for saving you there, right? Yeah, fucking hope you can. Now, this is... I've got an idea where we could be possibly become bazillionaires. I love this idea already. I know you do, right? Now, yep. once again, trademark South Road Boys. I'm not sure whether or not me saying that's going to hold up in any court of law. <laughs> <coughs> sounds confident, though. But what I am confident in is I don't yep. think I have the drive, determination, or the ability to see this go from idea to product. But I might. Right. But I might. So still trademarks out there, boys. Okay. <laughs> Remember about a year and a half ago, there was a big um, phase or fad where people were playing Pokemon Go. Yes. Fucking it was the thing that yeah. swept. So so basically, that the if memory serves me correctly, you go in with your phone, you'd be showing um, like a, or using your camera to look in front of you. Yes. And it will put imaginary Pokemons into real-life situations. Correct. And you had to capture them. Correct. You had to go within a certain yep. distance and then tap on that imaginary thing. Yeah. And that's and the that way. would be what worth value or you collect a, all the pack or whatever else. And yeah. I didn't play the game. I just remember it was crazy. I didn't play the game either. And when I was working at... This was the time... Because every every July I I go and do the or used to go and do the sheep and wool show in Bendigo. Now people will go, that's a bit of a hokey event. Yeah, well fuck off. It gets about thirty thousand people, so it's not just sheep. <laughs> well, it is, but it's it, it's important. It's like Hillsong for farmers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hillsong for farmers. If it comes long, they bleat a bit. You know, it's a popular thing. And they're still talking about the lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. tell you what, you have to have deep, deep Catholic uh, Christian knowledge to know that one. <laughs> um, anyway, so we used to get people trying to break in to the Prince of Wales showgrounds to play Pokemon Go because for whatever reason, that's where a rarer Pokemon was or was known to hang out. So people try and break okay. in because they're trying to capture this thing. And I, you, you saw the news reports. People were fucking crashing their cars, crashing their bikes. Yeah, walking into traffic. Walking into traffic and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So I've got an idea that I think could potentially be as big as that. Okay. This Fuck. is actually a, a very big call. I know I it don't is. Know, do people still play it now? I guarantee. Or was it just a fad that... Disappear. No, I think people still do. I don't okay. I don't think it's got the, the the grip on the planet, but I reckon I'm hoping. I genuinely, genuinely hope the people who created that, um, they would have had so the problem is they're gonna have to pay licensing for the Pokemon characters. Oh, definitely. So they may not have made that much money, or maybe the people who licensed the characters made the money. But surely people made a couple of dollars out of it with advertising definitely. and all that kind of stuff. So, it's an app on your phone. Okay. Oh, right. This is, yep. It's this a is, game. This is new. It's an app. It's a game. Now, you know how when Facebook gets there and people say, I challenge you to do this, like, I, I challenge you to do that, 
and then pass it on. So there's those kind of things, and people kind of don't really take up on them. This game is pure, simple, grade five or, you know, grade two even. It's just the world's biggest game of tag. Okay. So you have an app on your phone. Whilst your app is in open, so it doesn't have to be on your actual phone, but once you've got it opened, you start accumulating points. And those points Mm -hmm. go towards a reward of whatever. I don't know what that is. We'll work that out in post. Right? So that encourages to have the app open. But the thing is, every single person, every 10th person who joins this program becomes it. And using the app, you can see, because everyone's got it on, you can see on a map where all the other people are. And all you have to do is get within Bluetooth range, like mm-hmm. two meters. So, yep. so GPS will get you to within... I think it's probably about 100 metres. Yeah. Close enough to be able to scan their credit card and their wallet using the machine that you carry around with you while you play tag. Yep. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that's a whole new game. (laughs) So maybe that. And then all you have to do is get within a certain distance and press the tag button. Yep. And that person's up. Oh, I like that. And you get points because you've tagged them. Now, one of the rules is they can't tag you straight back. Take you back. And that's it. That is if you go back on the game of tag. You can't tag the same person back, can you? You have to give them. You have to give them a time period. I don't know the right. official world rules of of tag or tiggy, as they call it here in Victoria. Tiggy. They call it catch tiggy. I oh, fucking see, don't know. Victoria again. It's Palmy and Palmer oh, all over again, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> but now, now that said, the game, the world's biggest game of tag. I think there's a movie that's just come out called Tag. There is. I watched it not long ago. Yeah, and it was based on a, a real life group of guys apparently a dozen guys like we used to play with um the uh, boxing day cricket right yeah they decided after they left school they were playing tag and then they did wanted to keep in connection so what they did is they said for 11 months of the year it was closed season but in february it was <laughs> open season and they used to travel interstate across the country and even internationally to find their mates and tag them. That is insane. And then you were it for the month. If you were if you were the person who was it at the end of February, you had 11 months of ridicule of being referred to as it, where all the participants who were in this group actually had security on their building um, and reception say, if anyone rocks up and says they're my friend, do not let them in under no circumstances. But here's the thing. So these people must obviously have a bit of cash. I think, yeah, that well... My- They'd have to. I mean, if you're getting security and, you, and you're travelling internationally and all this stuff, but what do you think their partners think of this game? Oh, fucking idiots. I mean, I know how bad it is. For instance, I mentioned to you, before we started, I'm taking annual leave day off work on Wednesday. Yes. Because I'm spending the entire day playing the new Tomb Raider game <laughs> on my Xbox. Big fat nerd. I, I am nerding up as much as I possibly can. I've even got the main pack that gets it to me two days early, so I'm going to play it before a lot of people do. And Rodis, now, Rodis what you may not realise, he'll also be wearing those cut-off khaki shorts, a black crop top, <laughs> and he'll be putting his beard in a ponytail. <laughs> and I'll have a monkey on my shoulder. Yeah, it's called, and it's called Troy Raider. <laughs> he'll, he'll be um, streaming that live on Twitch um, and possibly also on Grinder. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
for the LB for the LBGTIQP community. Right, if you don't know what grinder is, um, Google it. Not going there on that one. We'll be, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. Um, so I'm doing that, and the ridicule I received from my partner, my lovely Jazz, yes, about having a day off to play a computer game, was it it was ridiculous. Yeah. So imagine if one month out of every year, I said, "Oh, by the way, honey, I play tag this month." Well, no, because you've got to remember, there's only there's twelve of them playing, but there's only one who's up, right? Yeah. And it's so. Let's say you and I were playing it. A trip to Tassie's not going to cost me much. No. And you would say to you've obviously where you work, you've got a receptionist. Hmm. Here's a photo of the person who was up. If this person comes in the next four weeks... Punch him in the face. Punch him in the... Or don't let him in. <laughs> I count as that too. Yeah, just, right. And now... So that's not... You don't have to be wealthy for that. You just have to have someone who's going to be a little bit... And there's stories about where they... Where one guy went interstate, and this is in the Americas, went interstate and sat in the bushes out the front of this guy's house for three days. <laughs> Unfortunately, this guy either got wind of it or whatever. He'd gone away for the weekend. He went and took a long weekend oh, away. So that's brilliant. So the guy who was up had to remain up for the next twelve months. <laughs> now back to my idea. I reckon yep. it's fucking got legs. It's actually it's nice and quirky. It's not difficult. And it's not like you're having to catch Pokemon. So it's not like you're going to be looking at your screen all the time. And what you can do is you can have alerts. So if you are logged on, accumulating points, because there's got to be an incentive for you to have the game opened so that people can tag mm-hmm. you. If there's no incentive, then all you do is you shut it down and you're never going to get tagged. Yeah, that's true. But you need to be able to have an incentive for having it open, right? The thing is, it can send you alert saying a tagger is within one kilometre. Or a tagger is oh, within... that's good. A tagger's within 500 metres. Mm. And you can be all like, fuck! <laughs> but then, Imagine the panic. But then... Oh, Joe. But then maybe what that does, though, that then they just shut it down. I don't know. I hadn't worked out the, the effects of it. Maybe you don't get to know. I don't maybe, know. but there has to be a way. Obviously, by having the app open, you don't um, tag dollars. Or something. Exactly. South Road, like South Road Tag. Something. Look, I love. I think the idea's got merit. No doubt about it. Yeah. It's quirky um, and kind of new. It's also a little bit old school. A very OG. So, so you know, a lot of the time, the easiest ideas are always the best. And it's always a simple prospect Prospect um, tag. I mean, how hard is it? And the thing is, and here's where I think, it, well, this is where I'm, I've just gone fucking, you can create your own private group. Oh, okay. So you can have worldwide tag. Yeah. Or you can join a private group. Mm, I like that. And that private group, maybe it's, you can actually wager within yourselves. We're all going to, we're all going to tip in. I'll throw in 50 bucks. 10 bucks. And whoever's it. (laughs) Cheap steak, Joe. (laughs) I go 50, Jake says 10 bucks. I mean, fuck's sake. A month. How important is this game? A month. (laughs) Right. And well, it's only... Oh, yeah, okay. And you set a time limit. All right? And if you haven't been tagged at the end of the month, 
or the time period, you split the money. Yeah, fair call. But if you're playing the public game, then you, there's no wagering. But you only you only have that option for private groups, for grown-ups, mm-hmm. because, you know... <laughs> for grown-ups. Well, you don't want kids wagering on it, but you also want to be able to... Yeah, you don't want to promote gambling to... To the youth. No, but you've got to you've got to have some incentive to why a private group would do it as opposed to a just joining the public game. And if you're in a private group, doesn't mean you're not in the public game. It's just your private tag group. I don't know how it works. We need someone technical. Look, and, <laughs> and that's why we're not proficient big, in apps and games. Big picture thinking. But I love the idea, Joe. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Do you want to know another idea? I'd love to. Hit me with it. I'm going to start this off with Trademark South Road Boys. Oh, Trademark South Road Boys. Um, For whatever that... You will recall a little while back. Yes. Um, I came up with an idea mm-hmm. about opening a little Pavlova <laughs> chain, right? A little bit like Pie Face and Lord of the Fries and all that kind of thing. Yes, Pavlovers. You know, you'd have them all over the place and it was called Pavlova. Yep. Um, I was and on it board. It was a great idea. Yeah, look, it's, it is a super great idea, and that's why well, somebody else had. It. <laughs> yeah, the name Pavlova was somewhere in was it UK or Europe or something? Oh no, I thought it was in Southeast Asia. Oh, there you go. So the idea was, I mean, that's not to say that we couldn't do it here, because I don't know, depending on how the trademarking would work. But we thought, look, someone's already done it. Yeah, exactly. So let's not copy an idea. So then I came up with another idea. Oh, a ripper, in which. Um, we call it strip pizza. Yes. So you get pizza delivered and it comes with a stripper. So you get a strip show with your pizza. Um, and it was, once again, a great idea. Now, that one hasn't been done before. Mm-hmm. And I think that has got legs. Strangely <laughs> enough, no one's come to us and says we want to partner you. It does have legs. <laughs> well, no one's come right? and said they want to partner us. But, but out there, just by the way, roadies, if there are any amputee strippers out there who want to be part of strip pizza, we're not going to say no. Oh, of course not. So, you know, equal opportunity employer or exploiter. We love we love our impaired <laughs> listeners. Exactly. Hmm. So, there's been those two great ideas. Sensational ideas. I was so dirty on the first idea not working. Oh, fuck. You've come up with another. That I've come up with another. Oh, this is right? just... I'm now, in, by the way. I'm in. <laughs> this, 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 this brings one of my hates and two of my loves into one <laughs> concept. <laughs> I hate my testicles, but I love my cock. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> For the sake of the roadies, it is not that. Right, so one of the things I despise, one of the things I hate, one of the things that I believe are the truest forms of evil are fucking plovers. <laughs> plovers. <laughs> right? I fucking hate plovers. Now, for those in in the more northern states of Australia, yes. um, you wouldn't have plovers around. Plovers are more a southern bird. For anyone who's in a state other than pretty much Tassie, Tasmanians feel about plovers the way the rest of the world feels about magpies. And not Collingwood, so shut the fuck up. No, out. not Collingwood, magpies. <laughs> they, are territori- yes. they are territorial birds that when they feel they are needing to protect either a food source or mainly their young, they will swoop. They will swoop bikes, they will swoop cars... They will swoop people, and they will fucking hurt. Yeah, that's that's a magpie. Now, plovers, they don't. Well, they, I don't believe very often they actually hit people. No, but I remember. Uh, I remember going up to our old school, 
where the plovers used to, and for whatever reason, plovers choose to be in the middle of a grassy field. <laughs> like they don't choose a somewhere. Sh- it's right in the middle of a football field. Yep, and then they they act as though we're in the wrong. Yeah, well, mind you, they're probably <laughs> they're probably in the middle of a football field, so they can get a, a get a three sixty degree yeah. view of yeah. any predators. Because what the plovers will do, they will um they'll have a nest, they'll lay their eggs, they'll protect the eggs. Yes. Then the little plovers come out. They actually look kind of cute. Mm. Then they grow into evil fuckers. Evil fuckers. So, but, but I remember I remember playing the game where you trying to get them to swoop you. Oh yeah, yeah. To see yeah, how close they too. would go. Yeah. So one of the reasons I hate plovers so much is I used to always play a lot of golf when I was younger. Yes. And plovers love golf courses. Oh, don't they ever? Oh, they love a good golf course. So, And they're the most dangerous also when the eggs are there. Mm. When the actual plovers have hatched, uh, not so much because they, they run around with them and protect them that way. Yeah. Um, but And they'll obviously try and herd their little youngs mm-hmm. wherever they go. But the eggs are the bad ones. So anyway. Hate plovers. Okay. Despise plovers. Okay. Fucking evil fuckers they are. <laughs> right. So, um, I had a conversation with this with uh, young Harry, Jazz's um, young lady. teenage boy. Yep. Uh, here a while back and we we're joking about plovers. And we thought, wouldn't it be great, right, if you could actually make plovers into some kind of decent food source? So, right. we are talking about nuggets at the time. So we came up with the concept of pluggets. <laughs> so we would use plovers, right, to make nuggets and call them pluggets. Hashtag pluggets, trademark South Road Boys, pluggets. Right, so there was that. But I've now gone a step further. Right. I'm bringing the pavlova back, right? Yes. We use the plovers. For pluggets, yes. for our plover nuggets. Yes. Right? And we use the eggs for pluvlova. <laughs> We're going to make pavlova, man, out of plover eggs. <laughs> this is going to be great. Small small point of order. I fucking love pluvlova. it. Pluvlova. Pluvlova, you like that? Pluvlova? Pluvlova. Because then you can get Trade around Trademark, South Road Boys. Pluvlova. Pluvlova. I, I, and pluggets? Pluggets. Yep. I don't ever want to shit on anyone's ideas, especially on today of all days where it's, you know, we're Share your ideas day. Share your ideas day. It's great. You do know that plovers are protected by the Conservation Act. Yeah, look, there is a <laughs> there is a few things we need to get around. Like, um, there are native look, species that are protected and you can't harass, harm or remove them. And I reckon turning them into nuggets and or pavlova <laughs> would probably fall into that. There might be a little bit of lobbying needed with the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I think What's the it? law on the protection of plovers, I believe, was put forward a long time ago. I reckon at that time there was probably only, I reckon, 17 plovers <laughs> in existence. Yes. That rule's been going for a while now, and, man, they're everywhere. Like, even here. I'll hear them out on the road of a morning. Yes. What are they doing there? There's nothing there for them. They may as well be nuggets. <laughs> you know, like, they've got no purpose out there. So they're 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 leading a purposeless life. Okay. So what about the poor chooks? What about the chooks? We're saving some chooks. Yeah, but for once the pressure's not on the chickens. All right. Fair enough. I have you. Have you tasted plover? 
Well, now they're protected. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like if you accidentally found one, you know, dead. <laughs> have you taken it home and just, you know... Because they're not a big, fat I, bird. I, no, but I don't know what kind of person you think I am, but I don't just see a dead animal or a dead bird and think, well, that'd be right in a stew, and they just take it home. Oh, must just be me then. <laughs> Maybe it's just you. <laughs> must, must just be uh, me then. But look, I don't know. I'm, look, They look like a fairly happy bird. Well, I don't think they're going to so, be very happy if you start turning them into nuggets. <laughs> I tell them, maybe they might start swooping away instead of swooping to you. Because I tell you what, when they swoop and you've got a big net to grab them in, that'll change their mind, little bitches. Yeah. I think you... Once again, it, it feels like I'm shitting all over your idea and I don't really want to be <laughs> look, that. It does a little bit. You are playing the negative role. Oh, look, that's fine. Because you need to have the devil's advocate happening in a business deal like this. Because it takes... I've, I've just done a rudimentary search of the Intima web. And it does say that it takes eggs about 28 days to hatch. And they're not producing many eggs. So I think you deplete your plover resources very fucking quick. Yeah, but look, think about it this way. Which is your when end goal, we realized, really. That's, that's, oh, no doubt. To be honest, that's but what you're But when we realised chickens were tasty, right? Mm-hmm. And when we realised that eggs were really good for us. Yeah, but an egg, but a chicken, you, a chicken lays an egg every 25 hours. Yeah, but this is what I'm getting to. <laughs> yes. They, they didn't initially. I didn't, they? No, no, no. You, you don't understand the history of the chicken and the egg. Please. Um, oh, wise one. <laughs> way back when, yes. <clears throat> uh, there was a little story about Roswell. Do you remember that? New Mexico? Yes, New Mexico. Okay, so we're not going back um, to Noah and his boat? No, 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 no. Okay. no, no. I mean, there's been <laughs> chickens and eggs around for a long time. Yes. But before the 40s, they used to be like plovers. Oh, okay. They'd only lay a few eggs. Yes. They didn't breed a lot. Did they swoop? Uh, they didn't swoop. No, they, they were still a fat bird that didn't go far off the ground. Right. The, the aspect and the... You know, what a chicken is hasn't changed. The design, yeah. But yeah, but when Roswell occurred, mm. there was a few little secrets on that ship that just appeared out of nowhere. Right. And it allowed us to scientifically change the makeup of the chicken worldwide. Fuck. So that now when you see chicken farms, that's why there's millions <laughs> of little fuckers. That's why there's eggs everywhere. Mm. We've amplified their rates so high to feed the population. They weren't able to do that before the 40s. So that's through technology we got from Roswell. And um, when did uh, KFC kick in? Do we know that? Can you do a little search on the internet website? When did KFC first start to gather some reach on the human population and start putting their, their chicken or their buckets of chicken legs and everything out there? Oh, shit, son. When is it? <laughs> it opened in Utah. Which yeah. is nowhere near Roswell. But. Yeah. yeah when was it? 1952. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> Damn it, my bullshit story could be true. Um, so, maybe that's what happened. Maybe there was a relative of the Colonel. Harlan. Oh, the, oh here we go. So, Harlan. the army is what looked after Roswell, right? They took the information away. Yes. That guy's a Colonel. <gasps> I bet he was one of the people Fuck. that were at Roswell. Took the information away, applied it to the chickens and the eggs. Yes. To make it so he would have enough stock 
to populate the planet and make gazillions. And we all know how good KFC nuggets are. Exactly. So, let's flash forward a little bit further. Let's apply that same technological stuff yes. to plovers. And we have a whole new resource, motherfucker. Oh, my. Boom. Okay. Okay. This idea is just, it's branched out way further than I thought it would. This is awesome. It's fucking. This is the one now. It's taking off. And, and I think there's your problem. The, one of the key advantages that you have with your, your chickens um, and turkeys is they are generally classified as a flightless bird. Right? They're not a flight risk. <laughs> they're, they're not generally a flight risk. And what you're going to do is you don't have a love for plovers. I think the words, I fucking hate them. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much quite in quote, yeah. If you were to amplify their production so there were more of them, then you're going to have to contain them. Yeah, but if they're around their eggs, they won't go far. They want to protect. But you're using those eggs for your for your paths. True, we are, for our plovlover. For your plovlovers. So yeah. what you're going to need is you're going to need a... F- basically, you can't just keep... Like, you can keep chooks outside and you don't need a roof. Mm. Uh, you know, Yeah, you're going to have to roof them in. Um, either that or maybe we genetically modify the birds as well. Maybe what we do is we put weight in their spurs and their wings mm. so they can't actually fly more than, say, a foot in the air. Or you just clip one wing. Oh, we could do that too, but that sounded a bit cruel. No, no, no. You do it with chooks. <laughs> All you do True. is because chooks have got two rows of feathers. They've got their yes. fly feathers and their under feathers. If you fly clip, feathers, yeah, I love it. If you clip the fly feathers back to the same level as their under feathers, only on one wing... Mm-hmm. They can't go in flight. Yeah. So there you go. We'll solve that problem. Fucking genius. Mate, this this could be the next big thing. And Watch I'll- out for it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, plovlover. Yes. And plugets on the side. Ah, oh, can I have some plugets with a side of plovlover? And maybe you, it's maybe just to get this off the ground, because I don't, because it, it is an alternative meat source. So I, one, I don't know what it tastes like. I mean, if it's like chicken, fuck, winner. If it's like mutton bird, well, there's going to have to be a bit more work to get people across the line because that's a very unique tasting bird. Um, mm. For people who are outside of are probably Tassie as well, um, there's a bird that's called a mutton bird. Not mutton as in old lamb. Actually, it's a mutton bird. And that's got a very dark, oily sort of... Meat to it. Yeah, I'm not not much of a fan here, I must admit, for the mutton bird, no, but a I lot of people it. love the shit out of it. Yeah, but they're generally old. <laughs> True. I bet you Ivan loves a bit of mutton. <laughs> Actually, he has had mutton bird before, yeah. <laughs> my, my stepfather used to love it as well. I don't know what it was, but anyway. Um, so maybe- It's a bird dresses lamb. <laughs> it's a bird dresses lamb. <laughs> So I reckon what we can do, if we tie this into, we could call it plover tag. And, plover tag? And what we do is we Cross use- Cross-branding. Well, we use the the plovets and the plovlover as rewards. Oh, hello. Because you've got to get this new meat source off the ground. <laughs> well, not literally, mm-hmm. but you've got to get it out into the public awakening. And I reckon tag is just going to, it's going to be one of those things that, 
the oh, the young people. They'll Joe. Be- yep. You know what we call it? Tell me. Swoop tag. Fuck bang. Trademark Swoop Seth Red Boys. Swoop tag. <laughs> Swoop tag. Boom. I know one thing that's getting called Swoop tag. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> I love that uh, swoop tag. Swoop tag could definitely work because it's catchy, quite, and that's and that's the only the only reason why Pokemon Go took off is not just because. Oh, you had the nostalgic people who love Pokemon, no question about it, right? But it was a game. It was a new interactive. It was it was getting nerds outside. Like it was probably the first yeah. walk a lot of people did in years. <laughs> <laughs> Out of your mum's bedroom. I mean, sure. You know, the underwear drawing. Go find some Pokemon. Look, go on. We're going to have to work around it being a little bit stalkery, because you are effectively getting people to chase people. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And uh, yeah, and and I don't know whether or not. I mean, it'd be funny in one way, but not funny in another. To not restrict the speed that you can be travelling when you tag someone. So you're going down the highway, and all of a sudden yes. you you're tagging people. It could get dangerous, and maybe with the game as well, you, you can you can nominate, you can volunteer to be a tagger, and you get a, a special reward. You get a special tagger point, but you don't want everyone to be taggers. Sweet points, yeah. You, you, I reckon you only want ten percent of users to be taggers. Yeah, you wouldn't want too many. Yeah, because otherwise it becomes too much. Yeah. No, I, I, I love the idea. I think the tag idea is great. Swoop tag. Um, you know, maybe um, because we've got we've got uh, Plav Lover and we've got Plug It's obviously in, the, in that chain, maybe mm. our actual chain then that we have yeah. is just called Swoop. Swoop. So that could actually work. So then, people playing tag, they get sweet points yep. that they can then use oh. to buy plug laver, plugets, and it's a clean swoop. <laughs> clean swoop, it's just it gets better and better, Joe. And then I swoop that shit up. <laughs> it becomes common vernacular. Oh, suddenly kids are using it on the corner everywhere. Swoop that shit. <laughs> swoop that shit. Yep, I swooped you. Oh, it's just, I think this has got merit. And then what we do is we create a standardization instead of tag, catch, tiggy, tiggy, whatever. Just call it swoop. 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 Swoop, motherfucker. Swoop, swoop. Can I get a swoop, swoop? Can I get a swoop? <laughs> and you know what? None of this would have been possible without Share Your Ideas Day. Bang. Truth. <sighs> Could I have a bitch about something now while we're just to flip it around. Yeah, wire away. <laughs> Hang on. Is this a five things that shit me? Or just- no, it's not. It's, a, it's only a one thing that shits me. Okay. And I'm seeing it everywhere now. It's it's become this viral decimation of the human species as we know it online. Not, not, right? not to undersell it at all. <laughs> it's just, it's freaking ridiculous. <clears throat> I don't understand how it ever happened. Um, I think if aliens actually landed on Earth right now, uh, they'd be shocked because we look different to what they expected because I've been looking at social media in the clouds. Yes. Um, but why the fuck is it that pretty much every female now yes. on social media yes. 
has got a photo of themselves with ears and snouts like animals. What's the go with all these animal filters that everyone's using? Furries. When the... <laughs> Furries. <laughs> it's, big. it's bigger than what you thought, mate. But if you, have you noticed it? They're everywhere. It's become this viral, just ridiculousness. I think the problem... Everyone's an animal. I think the problem is, is I don't associate with many teenage girls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, it's not just teenage girls. It's it's middle-aged women. It's everything. Well, you know... I, I, Snapchat's, I, Snapchat's to blame. Snapchat, Snapchat is, is to blame. Started it. Well, the thing yeah. is, the reason why Snapchat needs to add these filters of cute eyes and sparkly ears or whatever is to keep people interested in using their product. Because taking a photo and sending it and the photo disappearing is only fun for a certain period of time. So you need to change it so that it looks different. Maybe they're trying to make it more friendly. You know, I mean, you wouldn't want to put ears and a tongue on a dick pic, which I mean, that'd be kind of weird. (laughs) Cockballs and tongue. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe it's allowing normal people to take photos and be funny too. Yeah. Uh, But... Oh, it's just everywhere. Like, just take a photo, people. Yeah, Don't turn so- yourself into a puppy or a freaking cat or a fucking dragon or whatever else it is. <laughs> just be you. Be yeah. you. <laughs> I like me for me. <laughs> but, okay. I understand, but if we have a look at our album art, <laughs> there's a bit of Photoshop going on there. Uh, don't even start on Photoshop. That's a completely <laughs> different story altogether. False advertising, really. Uh, <laughs> um, and that's that's just a little little thing that's just annoyed me lately. Just, like, an- just oh, stop it, people. Fair that's enough. a trend. Stop being a sheep. Don't be lamb nah. to the slaughter. But just move on. Move the flock on. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sheep puns are back again. Uh, I love it. Uh, Peter uh, Garrett, who's going to shave me? Um, okay. Enjoy Lamba Lamba. Um, <laughs> Jackie Lambie's all over that. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, sheep jokes. They're not funny, but they never get old. No, they just don't. Now, uh, two things. Okay. Fuck. You know how you and I, we like things that some people might find geeky. For example, <laughs> wow, really? You're you're taking a day off to play a computer game. Hell you, yeah, I am. You got mocked by your significant other. I my response was, "You're living the life." Like I just thought that was that. the best thing yep. ever. I and it is. I mean, how good is life where you can take a day off work to, to kick back game. by yourself, uh, have lunch sorted out, have all the munchies in the world you need, a couple of beers, a couple of energy drinks, a couple of beers for later, maybe even a bottle of wine. Let's <gasps> posh it up while nerding it up. <laughs> Um, and just play, um, Hang I'm on. say play, play with Lara Croft all day, but play Tomb Raider all day. Is it a Shiraz that you'll be drinking? Oh, no. Grant Howe, it is not a Shiraz. It is a Shiraz. But, My precious okay. friend. I had a roadie contact me oh, say, saying, that, saying that I perhaps need to hand in my geek nerd card. Hand in your geek nerd card. Correct, because... What have you done, Joe? Well, it's you and I had a conversation regarding Judgment Day. And in yes. that conversation, we were discussing the Terminator movies, particularly Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, mm-hmm. in which I said that one of the reasons that the T-1000, I think is the, the actual number, 
of the Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, one of the reasons why he came back with a flesh-like Arnold Schwarzenegger-looking skin was to blend in. Now, yes, I fucking know, Poz, that he needed to be covered in flesh and that's the only way he could do the time travel. I just didn't say it, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that is a bit of common knowledge. Well, apparently <laughs> the roadie Poz <laughs> believed that I needed to say it. So there, I've said it. There is my South Road. Oh, look, Pause, I'm just going to do a shout out to you and say, well done. I like anyone that actually uh, <laughs> pulls, pulls Joe up on anything. I think this is great. So any other ladies out there want to uh, pull Joe up on the fact that uh, he's incorrect on something, please feel free. Um, you can even email me direct at Troy Barnes writer at gmail.com and I'll pass it on. I'll bring it up on the next podcast. If you don't want to tell him directly and you don't want him to know about it by going to our joint accounts, just hit me up there. Even send me audio clippings of what you want me to bring up. It's fine. Just, I'll be loving this. Loving it. Brings oh, a smile to my face. Turn me like a rabid wolverine. <laughs> I think that's great. But look, I'm, I'm going to back you up on this one. Yes. Um, I do believe that you would have been aware of that fact. I was. I just didn't say it. So I'm not going to try and throw you under the bus for that. I know you well enough to know that you would actually know that. But I love the fact that someone decided to just drag you over the gravel with it. It's awesome. Made a point of saying, you need to hand in your nerd card. Yeah, that's that's a little bit rough. I thought... But you know what? It keeps you bloody honest. Like it does. (laughs) They're watching, Joe. Maybe They're all watching. (laughs) Oh, yes, we're watching. Oh, yes, we are. Now, oh, I like watching. <laughs> oh, I love to watch. <laughs> Tag, swoop, you're it. Trade about Seth Rowe, boys. Yep. Now, um, I had one more story. Now, today is the 10th, and obviously the world changed in 2001 tomorrow. September 11th. Yeah, you're right. Um, for those people who've been living under a fucking rock... Um, Tomorrow is September 11th, which was the day that is widely believed because there's people out there who don't. Yeah, let's not go too deep into this one. We are not going to get into the conspiracy theories that planes hit the Twin Tower buildings in New York and I think it was almost 3,000 people lost their lives. Hmm. And that's really shitty, right? That is absolutely shitty. Uh, it It was changed the world, basically. Now, I know where I was... When that happened, I'd been at a friend's place, surprise, surprise, watching wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) No shocks. Yeah. Um, And I'd come home and I just, it must have been about 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, our time is when, maybe even later, I can't remember. And I remember sitting there just watching the news Um, and Sandra Sully. I think was the news presenter yeah, at the time. And she said, we are interrupting this broadcast with a live feed from New York. Um, an aeroplane has just hit one of the towers in New York. And I'm like, fuck. And then I remember being awake till three in the morning, just mm. watching this unfurl. I've actually, um, I've got kind of goosebumpy just listening to you talk about it. Yeah, and it was it was surreal. And my wife's got family who live in New York State. Now, not in New York, New York, but actually in the state of New York. 
Um, we were very, very confident that they were nowhere near what was happening. It's, you know, I mean, New York State's quite large, so. Um, but we did get a message from them saying, look, don't worry about us, we're fine. Um, so I know where I was. Now, what happened the next morning was my own, fuck, the terrorists have screwed me as well. Right? <laughs> okay. This has turned a different direction than what I expected. <laughs> so my mother um, used to look after visiting students or doctors from overseas. They used to be homestays at my mum's place. Yes. She'd do that often. Um, and there was a- Because your mum's lovely. She just is, and she just does yeah. that. She likes having the international guests, and she gets to learn about their country, and and it's it's just really good. Um, anyway, there was this girl who'd been staying with mum previously who was from Japan. Now, I knew when she was staying with mum, she'd even driven my mother's car from Penguin to Hobart and back. So that's, you know, seven hours worth of driving. Yeah. My mum and I, at the time, had the same little Mazda 323, very similar. Now, this young lady was coming from Tassie, going back home to Japan, was going to spend a couple of days in Melbourne. Mum said, do you mind having her as a house guest? And we said, sure, not a problem. So the night before um, September 11, so we woke up. So it was that night she was staying with us, but she was in bed, so she didn't know what had happened. Um, we, we decided that she would drive my wife and I to the train station which is a probably about a seven-minute drive from where our house is. We would public transport it into the city where we were both working, and yep. she would take our car and, and find herself around. Then New York happened, and we were like, fuck, all right. So all three of us go out, and we're all, what's happening, what's happening in the world? And we get in the car, and I'm like, Cool, you've driven this car, you've driven a car like this before. She goes, Yep, I'm fine. We're in the garage and she forgets to depress the clutch <laughs> and starts the car. <laughs> and no. it bunny hops. <laughs> no. And hits the back roller door. Shit. Only a little bit though. And I'm like, You fucking what? <laughs> what? And then she was like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, Yeah. but i didn't lose my shit because you know anyway so i'm thinking right she's made a mistake she's gonna fix it she'll be fine and the damage there was very little damage done to the roller door if any to the car and so i said okay are we okay now and she's gone yes 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 we're fine we're fine in her english is not her first language voice yes but she still spoke it very well and so she did the exact same fucking thing. Has Only she not driven a manual? She obviously... Well, she had because my mum's car was a manual. Okay. She'd just forgotten about that little pesky thing called a clutch. <laughs> That's such a forgetful little thing. And this time we almost went completely through the back roller door. Oh, shit, Mather. She Pearl harbored that shit. Like, she, <laughs> she, she, it came off the runners off the side... Oh, and I'm no. like, fuck. And I'm yeah, like, see, I, I would have lost my shit then. What could I do? I couldn't change Lose the your shit. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't change the situation. And I know, but oh, after wow. seeing what I'd seen on TV, 
my world had been put in perspective. And I'm generally, when it comes to materialistic things, I tr- I believe, and I may not, this may not be the reality for those people who fucking know me, but I try and be reasonably, uh, it's just a thing, you know, we can replace it. And I think yeah. that's what I was, because she was freaking out. And I'm like, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. It can be replaced. Just, let's just go. And she got it right. She reversed out. Unfortunately, where we live is near a RAF base. And when you have uh, an event that happened like September 11th, all the armed forces in pretty much every country yeah, that's the, associated- The world goes on alert. The world goes on to a, a higher alert than normal. Yeah. So they basically called in everyone. If you are normally work at this RAF base, come in because we need to have briefings. We need to have meetings. What does this mean for Australia? What does this mean for the rest of the world? How are we going to be prepared for it? Blah, 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 blah. So what normally would be a is it is it too is it too, still too soon to say that the plain clothes people had to still come in? Oh, <laughs> is it still too soon? Do you think? No, no, I, I don't think so. Okay, right. We'll let that one slide. Well, the roadie, don't edit that one out. Then we'll the, just leave it in. The roadies will let us know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the trip that would normally take us seven minutes took us forty minutes. Oh shit! And this didn't add any benefit of this young Japanese girl's mental well-being. She's just driven through our back roller door. She has no idea where she is. Yep, the world is in chaos. The world is in chaos, and she is driving in perhaps the thickest traffic she's ever driven before. (laughs) And she's just about to be left alone as she drops off off at the train station. And I'm like, fuck. And I stood there on the platform with my wife as we're about to catch this train in the city. And I've gone, fucking terrorists win again. (laughs) Because I guarantee you, right, I guarantee you, I would get years out of this story, if not a good week of retelling everyone I work with around the water cooler how my garage door was Pearl Harbor by a Japanese exchange student. (laughs) And I get that that sounds a little bit racist, and I really am... You know, Watashi wa ni Honjin Daisuke. I do like the Japanese people. That's and she was a lovely yeah. girl. It's a funny story. But it's a funny story <laughs> that I never got to tell fully because people were going, fucking the towers. And I'm like, but my garage door. <laughs> <laughs> no one gives a shit about my garage uh, door. You know, it's interesting too. What? Um, didn't you have a twin garage? Oh. <laughs> There were two, weren't there? Next to each other. No, not at the back. Well, didn't you? I thought you did. Not at the back, no. Or, or is it or is it a garage door front and back? Uh, there's two at the front and one at the back. And she drove through the one at the back. Yeah, so it's still kind of twin. Mm. Twin garage doors. Twin garage doors. Fuck. So there you go. That was that was my... Speaking, speaking of funny car stories, I can tell you this one. This happened tonight. My housemate, Hannah. Montana. She'd hate... She'd hate for telling her this. Oh, went down to get us Indian for dinner, right? Whisper it. Yeah. Went down to get Indian for dinner. Mm, she said, do you feel like Indian? I said, oh, don't mind Indian. I said, oh, I'll shout you Indian. I said, fantastic. So she's going down Indian. to get Indian. <laughs> going down hang to on. get Indian. Hang on. Shout Indian. Hang on. Yep. Indian dot or Indian feather? <laughs> <sighs> Indian dot. Okay. Um <laughs> So she's gone down to get Indian. Yeah. Right. Um, she comes back. 
It's like, you'll never guess what happened to me. <laughs> like, what? She's got the Indian. Like, everything's fine in my world. And uh, says, I went to, went down to Indian. Um, I went to uh, Indian Corner to get the food. Now, strangely enough, Indian Corner's not on a corner. That's a whole other story. That's um, so funny. <laughs> she's parked out the front on the other side of the road, gone in to get the Indian. Yep. Right? She gets it, orders it, yes. comes out. Fucking Land Cruiser's gone. <laughs> True story, ladies and gentlemen. True story. Comes out, Land Cruiser is not out the front of the Indian restaurant. Did she take the Land Cruiser to get Indian? She did. <laughs> See, I came up with a lot of these ideas too. I'm like, um, you know, you put have the keys in the car and uh, one of your mates would jump in and be a smart ass and, you know, moved down it. the street or driven around the block or yep. whatever else. Uh, she looks down the street. There's a Land Cruiser. Hannah didn't put the handbrake on well enough, and it's gone about 50 metres in the time she's been in. And it's actually gone up the ass of another car outside Dave's Noodles. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. Now, so that's, he, hang on, that's when East meets West. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, true, but... Um, Getting Indian up your noodle. The, the thing that I find really funny... It must have gone in a perfect straight line because it didn't career out into the road. It didn't hit a parking meter and stop it. It kept going straight down the edge of the gutter all the way through till it stopped in the ass of another car about 60 meters down the road. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> but the best thing is, um, still turned up at home with the Indians. So that's all that really oh, matters. Well done, All's Hannah. well that ends well. <laughs> well played, Hannah. Well played. Uh, I mean, I could have made that story a lot longer, but look, we're getting towards the end of the podcast, but it fitted in perfectly with the garage door, with the twin garage door story. <laughs> yeah. Now, speaking of um, the subcontinent, generally there is thoughts and wisdom. Oh, wisdom. We like a bit of wisdom, don't we? <laughs> we do like a bit of wisdom. So I think it's it's time that the thoughtful one drops some truth. Um, I think, did we get a roadie contact us? Uh, oh, yeah, we did. Excellent. All right. Yes. Here's the music. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to laugh or even start. Right, serious. <laughs> Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. <laughs> Dale in Coffs Harbour. Has always been an outsider. Dale. And doesn't really like people that much. Oh, Dale. He asks, thoughtful one, is there something wrong with me? Dale, my dedicated disciple. <laughs> we are all different creatures, living different lives in different ways. So, Dale, you're actually quite normal. In times of confusion, I often refer to the words of one of humankind's greatest poets, David Coverdale, from the clan of the Great White Snake. Here I go again on my own, going, going down the only road I've ever known. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. I have made up my mind. I ain't wasting no more time. Be you. But if you're ever feeling lost, don't run for Coverdale. Instead, listen to the words of Coverdale. Thank you and bless.
I've actually, thought for sure has actually been affiliated with the clan of the Great White Snake for quite a while, so. I just need a moment. <laughs> oh, well, I hope things are much clearer in Coffs Harbour now because I think that's just cleared everything up. I think Dale's going to learn a lot from that. Yep. Thanks, and Dale. I, I don't think there's n- many situations that can't be made better without white, with, with, with white snake. I completely agree. Like, imagine, I guarantee, I mean, I guarantee you, roadies, I guarantee you that on the drive home from what noodle shop? Dave's Noodles. From Dave's Noodles. Back home with Indian, Hannah cranked the white snake. <laughs> it felt much, much oh, better. Yeah, I would. Um, on a side note, do you reckon that name come from the fact that as a kid he used to be called Dave's Noodle? <laughs> Different story altogether. We'll leave that one alone. Dave, stop playing with your noodle. Leave your noodle alone, Dave. Oh, Dave. Leave it alone. Back in the docks. (laughs) And on that note, I'm Joe. I'm Troy. And we are slowly descending (laughs) into our teenage selves. And we are the South Road Boys. Uh, We certainly are. 